Good evening. This week on the Koshcast, the Champions League and Europa League finals dissected, the impact on the clubs involved inspected, and like a Moby date proposal, transfer rumors get accepted or rejected. There's also the Women's World Cup kicking off, Louis van Gaal spouting off, and Toronto FC's status as a good team falling off a cliff. All this and much more. Onwards. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good 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 evening. Good evening. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex and with me today, his dramatic anger has been described as Shakespearean and if he spots a good young player, he'll claim them as Nigerian. It's Bernie Uche. I, I, I don't, I don't, I, thank you. <laughs> I don't know what to say. He's tired a lot of the time, but that's all part and parcel of being great at football. You know, he nearly had a trial at Newcastle. It's Mohamed Khair. Woo! Hello! Newcastle. In, in, in case anyone Yo, anyone doesn't remember but or hasn't heard, maybe what? I can get signed now. Why now? The Arab connection. Ooh, true. Sheikh Khalas might Sheikh Khalas is make you his first signing. First debut signing as a Newcastle manager. That's uh, fantastic. It, it, just in case anyone lacks context for that, do you want to tell the, the little yeah, Newcastle this, story? Um, I was like what eleven or twelve or whatever it was, and uh, I was in high school. I, Bernie, you hadn't joined yet. Me and, mm-hmm. me and Bernie were in the same high school, middle school and high school, but I think Bernie wasn't there yet. And we had a tournament, a local tournament, and they had scouts there from I don't know why, from England, and one of them was a Newcastle scout. And after the end of the tournament, he um, he talked to me a little bit. You know, I was a kid, whatever. He's and like, then, all right, lad. <clears throat> yeah, take off your jacket. <laughs> Um, and then he man's asked, not "Man's not hot." And then he asked my dad if um, I could go on a trial at Newcastle. And my dad was like, "So does he still go to school?" And the guy was like, "No." And I was like, "What's the what's the success rate?" He was like, "Something like seven percent." And I was like, "Okay, not happening." And here we are. Seven you percent know. sounds high, to be honest. Well, if you listen to Lingard and Rashford, it's zero point zero zero one two percent. But we'll get into that. And Lingard is one of them. Well, it's seven percent <laughs> not to make it as a professional footballer. Seven percent to get through the trial into the Newcastle ah, Academy. Okay. So okay. just to make it into the academy, okay. that's when school starts. Right. But without that, you you waste a year and a half of being illiterate. <laughs> <laughs> but you fit right in. I think so, your, your dad made the responsible decision. Yes, but as sad well, not as it the is. fun one. Not yeah. the fun one. I know. But think about it. I'm a year behind. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm still upset if, if it's not clear. Have you ever discussed it with him? Yes. Yeah. What Does am I he, gonna do now? No, I know, I'm just, I'm just wondering. <laughs> well, now he know. gets it. Now he's like, yeah, I guess I wouldn't have made a huge difference. But at the time, it sounds like the biggest decision you have to make in life. Yeah. It's I was true. also in a Pampers commercial. A so Pampers I mean, commercial? Yeah, my butt is on TV. When you were seven? Like, yeah, no, uh, for like seven months, maybe. How have we not he's, found the YouTube He's, he's, he's on the Pampers for Old People commercial when yeah, they yeah. have, uh, when they have continents. <laughs> Just filmed it yesterday. Wow. Yeah. Anyways. All right, well, that is, uh, that's, that's fun news. Let's do a bit of sad news because we have to. Uh, Jose Antonio Reyes has died. Former so Arsenal player. random. Came out of nowhere. Car crash. Well, he was going apparently 237 kilometers an hour. Really, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, it was. He yeah. was really speeding. Was it? Was it alcohol? Was that? Was that what it, what people said? They didn't it was? say that. I just read that he was going like super fast. They had a funeral at Sevilla. I think their his casket was kind of carried in through the stadium and stuff. But I think I think it's funny because it was one. It's not funny. But it was one of those things where like on social media, fans of all clubs. I know they do yeah. this, but. A lot of also United fans were talking about this because they remember, you know, he was part of the Invincibles and it was that Arsenal squad that was that rivalry. So a lot of us that grew up in that time remember him. Remember also Real Madrid fans, actually. Because mm-hmm. well, remember that season he when he won them the league? Huge impact in, you know, that Beckham coming back and mm-hmm. Reyes, Reyes scored the goal that sealed yeah. La Liga. Yeah. So he's had a huge impact there, huge impact at Arsenal. And I think there was a debate going about his, his relative time at the club to how much he's loved is one of the highest for any player. Like He wasn't there for long, but mm. he's so loved between Arsenal fans. Sevilla fans love him. Mm-hmm. And he's only 35. Yeah. I was so surprised. that he's, he's kind of stopped being relevant a while back. But 35 means he should have only retired a year ago or two. It was, like, his, you know what I mean? His yeah. career was, yeah. actually, was actually a shame to some extent in that he came to Arsenal as one of Europe's most promising forwards. And mm. he was actually brilliant. He was very, very good. Mm. But he suffered from homesickness 
Um, he suffered from Manchester United bullying him mm-hmm. on the pitch. Gary Neville especially kicked him off the park. Yeah, and he wanted uh, he wanted to leave. And once he left, it never he never quite got back to the point that he had been. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. It's fair enough. And brilliant, brilliant player. Sad to hear. Um, I love a left foot man. I just love a good left foot. They're not enough. They're not enough. Something about a left foot player just you all of a sudden think about them differently. Mm. That makes sense. Like, you know, like there isn't a lot of brute left foot players. They all have it's, technique. It's always a curl. There's yeah. always a curl in there. I'm thinking player. Adriano, Roberto Carlos. No, but like there isn't a defensive midfielder. Like, no, never mind, never mind. Shaka. We're done. We're done. <laughs> Alex just killed it. <laughs> he just killed no, it. No, but Roberto Carlos for left back had skill, had oh, touch. Yeah. Had, I'm thinking more like there's no brutes like me. Like, there isn't. Like I just can't. I mean, Wolf, I know what Wolf you mean. They tend, Troy Dini. they tend to <laughs> yeah. be more creative. Yes, yeah. they yes. tend to be more creative. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, now I'm trying to think of a left-footed hard man. They, I am struggling. Even like, there's, there's like think of even kind of, defensive mids in Shaka and like left backs in like Laporte and stuff. Like even them, they're not brutes in that position that requires that. Like think of left backs. They're all like Marcelos and Albas and Alabas. Like, think, is there a brute left back? Roberto Carlos was the closest thing. No, but that, he's, that, that, still, he's still, yeah. Like, and even Maldini was a classy, like, he was the classiest person on the pitch. Yeah, so, he really was. Yeah, you don't, I can't think of a lot no. of left backs that kind of, uh, sorry, left footed players that fall into that brute. Was Julian Dix left footed? I don't remember. Uh, was Stuart Pierce a right or a left back? Left, yeah. There's yeah, one. That's there's a, that's a brute and a half. But he took free kicks. There you he was go. a set piece specialist. <laughs> yeah, there's something about it. All it's right. Weird. Uh, of course, a few hundred years ago, you'd have been burned or drowned being left-footed yeah, or something. Yeah, you better float. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway. Speaking of left-foots. Yes. We're, yes? Champions League final. Oh, because Origi? Mo Salah, Origi. Both goals left-footed. Uh, sure. Yeah. True. Yeah. That's less tenuous a link than I thought it was to begin with. Yeah, Champions League final. Two There's nil. levels to this shit, yeah. mate. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 2-0 to Liverpool, which is about, I think, what we all accept, expected yeah. uh, when we talked about it last week. Yeah, I, I would I would have said so. Two nil, but the way the two nil happened, I mean, that was unexpected. That, yes, I mean thirty seconds in, there's a handball, which I'm gonna say by the UEFA directive. Sure, I get it, but it's just annoying. Team, if it was given against your team, you'd be fuming. Is what I would say. I'd be fuming, but not because I think it's an injustice. It's just this is what UEFA have said. So I understand that UEFA well, have said this, but it's just to me, it's a stupid rule. It was also armpit ish. Yeah. Like it was. Isn't there VAR? Well, okay, so here's, here's the thing, and this is what I'm confused about, is that even if you think it's probably handball, mm-hmm. it's definitely close enough to the to where you would say, let's double check. Well, I'll and, and the referee refu- either refused to do so, because the Spurs players were asking him to go to VAR. The, the way VAR did, did works, no, no, the way no. VAR works is that the guys upstairs can tell him, we checked it out, your decision is correct. If they feel that it's still 50-50, then they tell him to go check. But can he not request to check something? He can, but if in their ears he says, yes, there's a clear penalty. Because they do check VA- it on VAR anyway. It's just whether they agree with him or not. But, but it was bizarre. Like, yeah. we, we're sitting there watching it back. Seeing that it's, it's a really league, inconclusive. It's a Champions League final penalty. He should check it out. But yeah. it's inconclusive. This is why I say the directive is what infuriates yeah. me. Because it's not inconclusive according to their directive. But because hit, his hand was his, outstretched. It, and it, it doesn't actually hit his arm. But really. it, it, it does. Like here, this Yeah, but the, ball, part, the ball never like, hits arm only. Yeah. It's no, always arm and agreed. body. So it feels... Look, he could have let it go, and we wouldn't have been saying he made a back. I, I wish they let it go. I, I really do. Because it ruined the game from from a kind of spectacle point of view. Well, it ruined the game because Liverpool were then able to just sit back. Um, Spurs couldn't really play through them. Spurs spent like two-thirds of the game playing it around at the back, waiting for an opportunity to break the press. Well, and a few times they did, and they created some good situations. But Lloris had a chance to put everything right. I thought he could have saved that. I thought he dived the right way, but it was smashed ball, right. Yeah, but the ball I mean, wasn't in the corner; it was on top. Of, and if you look at the slow motion, he always moves away from where the ball is. I think, I, I think you get into you get into trouble. I I I do feel maybe could have saved it, but we get into trouble looking at slow motion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it yeah. happens at such a quick speed that it's very difficult to react in right, that moment. Right. So yeah, Salah taking penalties because Milner wasn't on the field, um, and now that Liverpool, like you said, are one 0 up, they can sit back, which meant that Henderson played all game. <laughs> so that was great for him. I, 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 did, I disagree in a sense of I don't think that Liverpool necessarily decided we're going to sit back after the first minute of the game. That's a dangerous thing to do. I thought that Tottenham were totally inept. Useless. Absolutely useless. They, they couldn't actually put passes together in the final third. To, there was no movement there, and probably that's a Kane thing, I agree. But it was just 
so amateur, like, there, honestly. There was two main things that went wrong for Spurs. One, when the ball went up to Kane, it didn't stick. Mm. He didn't, you know, that's what he does. He holds, he turns, and he releases. Mm. Son, Dele Alli, if Lucas is playing, it didn't stick. His mm. touch was horrendous, and he kept losing it. And obviously, Van Dijk and Matip, it's Matip too, don't forget, had mm-hmm. a fantastic game. So they bullied him yes. all game. The second thing is Dele Alli. All season, horrendous form, horrendous level. Mm-hmm. He has played so bad this season. But yet, again, he stuck with him the way he stuck with Kane. And I thought Pochettino got it wrong there. One of Kane or Ali should not have been playing. And it should have been Lucas. And they should have been going at Liverpool with pace and power. I think there's definitely an argument. Clearly, there's an argument that Kane shouldn't have started. I think that was a 50-50 decision. I think from the interviews leading up to the game, Pochettino wasn't even sure what he was going to do until the night before or the day before. Um, Delhi is a, an enigmatic player in that he, had, he contributes moments. So he'll drift out of a game, but like the Ajax semi-final, mm-hmm. he wasn't in the game for most of it, but then he ended up with two crucial assists. Yeah, but he, he ends up with two crucial assists because they're playing with a big man in, in Llorente who's soaking up the, the space and allowing Dele Alli to move around. Sure, what They didn't the have that outlet, as Mo was saying, to actually do that in this game. I That's thought true. Kane, Kane as an impact sub with 35 minutes to go would have been fantastic. Maybe, although that Kane, I'm not sure, is making that much of an impact, to be honest. Although, what I would say... Spurs were disappointing in their efforts to go forward, but I think useless is a bit harsh. There were three or four occasions where they created three-on-three, two-on-two opportunities, and the ball, the final ball let them down. That is definitely And there were, there were a couple of decent chances. Yeah. But the, I don't think they were as useless in the build-up. Like they, they were slow right. and they were methodical, and they, had a, they clearly had a vision of what they were trying to do, and they stuck very rigidly to it, probably too rigidly to it. Because we saw in the last 10 minutes when they started launching it long, they were actually getting somewhere, and maybe they should have done that earlier. But they did create those opportunities, and the final ball was bad. Right. To be fair also to Liverpool, they are solid oh, yeah. at the back now. With Van Dijk and Matip, and in front of and them, you Fabinho and Wijnaldum, or Henderson even. He played, I thought Henderson had a fantastic game this game. Um, so they are just solid down the middle. Yeah, and the, and the goalkeeper yeah. is, is massive. But to Bernie's point, though, you saw Robertson not going up as much as he would have. You saw the few chances where Wijnaldum or Henderson had the ball in midfield, looked out to, the, or Mane even, looked out to his left, and Robertson was not there, which is, you know, second nature to him. And they did make a constant decision to go, we're 1-0 up in the Champions League final. Yep. There's no need for both of our fullbacks to be bombing forward. Right? I, I just felt that there were, there were enough chances like not the chances created but enough times when you look at Christian Eriksen especially he disappointed me more than Deli Ali actually did because I thought he made the wrong decision in the first half at least four or five times to passing the ball to the to, instead of Sasan or to someone else and I thought what are you doing what are you doing that's not a Van Dyke thing although he, Van Dyke like bossed the game I thought that's you like that's Tottenham and it was a shame to me it really was the one, uh, the one where Son tried to take on Van Dyke, and he did take him on slightly, and you see everybody go, oh, this is the moment. I was alive and when it, someone beat Van Dyke. And Van Dyke came back. And Van Dyke went, oh. And like literally three steps later, he just shoved him with an elbow and kicked the ball out. Yeah. I was like, okay. Man, th- this is the thing. You can't... There is no substitute for pace. Right. There just isn't. If you have that recovery pace... It doesn't matter how skillful someone is. They knock it by you, you'll catch well, up with them. People it's, have mm-hmm. made careers out of it. Kulu Toure was not a good defender. No, but no. every time he got beat, he turned around and got you back. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Yeah. And, and honestly, if you're if you're a manager looking for a centre-back now, there's no point getting a slow one. No. There just isn't. Because the forwards no. that they have to deal with are yeah. so quick. Yeah. And, yeah. and they get pulled out into wide areas way more than they used to in mm-hmm. the past. You know, you get pulled out to Hazard. I don't care who you Forget are. It. You need to have pace. Like, Varane was the same when he first popped up. Yes, he was a good defender, blah, blah, blah. But the overhype was because it looked like every time he got past, he turned around, went back, and got the dude. But, again, there's a flaw in your game initially, but you make up for it with that speed. And that's kind of... he made, It made it, him look so good. Yeah. Well, especially as there there are so few teams now, good teams, that defend deep. Mm-hmm. It, does, it just doesn't happen. Atletico is probably the only one. Yeah. Think of. And because yeah. they have all defenders. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Who are all gone now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, Godin, when he leaves Atleti, where does he go? Inter, obviously. Yeah, like, right. He's not going to the Premiership for a, for a swan song. No chance. Um, but I think, overall, this was deserved from Liverpool. Yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's the cherry on top of what has been an incredible season. Well, deserved all season through the Champions League. The teams they beat yeah. to get there... Um, how they did it, the, the Barcelona game, 
Um, and then Origi coming up. So the stat is what well, Origi had three shots on target, all Champions League, and, three goals. and all three goals. That goal against Barcelona to seal it from the corner was crucial. The finish was not easy. The ball nope. bouncing. No, no, not at all. This game, I want you to watch the first touch with his right to take it onto his left. Mm-hmm. Didn't waste any time. And then that finish with the left. That's a you know Van Persie would be proud of that. I didn't know he had that in his locker. I no. don't think he did. <laughs> I, I, I don't think he knew he had this season in him. And, it, and, it was perfect. And if you think about it, clutch moments, I mean, one of them was a fluke, Everton. But he has come up yeah. clutch at three different times when he needed him, and that's all you can ask of and, a substitute. And it's amazing how football works because they tried to they tried to offload him two, three times in the last yep. 18 yep. months, and they haven't been able to. He stuck around, and, and there and you go. He, I mean, he, he went ahead of Sturridge, who you would think it's Firmino, Sturridge, Origi. Mm. He went ahead of him. But that's also the thing about second strikers is that it's almost like even if you're a worse striker but give something different, you are ahead in the pecking order than the better striker. Yeah. Like a storage is the same. What's the point of taking out Firmino if you're doing the same? You know, a Urente, for example. Even if you have a better striker between Kane and Urente, chances are Urente comes on because last mm. 20 minutes, you're not trying to bring the same dude on. Yep. So Yeah, it's, it's also this mentality that I think Origi has where... Origi is just a happy guy. You know, he's just enjoying life. And he just, he puts everything on the line when he's there. Sturridge thinks he's better than he is. So, and that, you can see that on the pitch. So it's expectations. Oh, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) Origi is happy to be there. Because Origi, actually, before his goal, had like three golden chances to slip Salah through. Mm. Three times when Spurs were overcommitting, he would stop, turn, and then he messed up the pass every time. If Firmino had done that, we would have been down his throat. But... You might have. Yeah. But... It just shows the different levels. Like Origi does that one moment, and that's all you want from him. You're not gonna, you're not gonna batter him over like other missed opportunities because no. that's your expectation. Of him. No, absolutely. So sure. Liverpool sixth European title. Title. Mm-hmm. The streets were lined up with what they're saying is close to seven hundred fifty thousand. How many people are li- like are in Liverpool itself, the city? Don't know. It was a million? Don't yeah. Know. I mean, there's two hundred fifty thousand Everton fans. I mean, look, if, if that's happening and that many people are going, what else are you doing? You know, what else have you, like, yeah, what else have you got to do? This is the thing. Every time I remember how strong the Liverpool support is, I can't feel but be happy for them when they win things because I just, I just feel they are genuinely in love with that club in that city. They well, just, it, it's such oh, a yeah. strong bond that I can't. I can't begrudge it. You know what I mean? Yeah, remember when um, I think they hiked up the ticket prices and then the fans did that protest and it actually... Like, they are the be- probably the best organized fan base that I've seen in the Premier League right. where they get stuff done because they understand everything about their club. It's really yeah. interesting so, to see. So, you know, congratulations to them. It was a big season, especially after last year's, in, from their point of view, heartbreak in that uh, Real Madrid final. Um, to come mm. back again to another... I mean, Liverpool... Is um, Liverpool seem to be doing a habit of this, where you know, go to a final, lose it, and then in the next year or two, go back to it and win it. But I they think did that, it with Milan. Yeah, they're doing it now. Well, well the other way around. The other way around. But yeah. I, I think that experience is absolutely crucial. I think, in fact, Klopp said it in an interview earlier in the week, like in the build-up, where he was saying, "Last year, we we felt happy to be there. We were excited to be there. This mm. year, we're here to win it." Last we year, they we were in it. Spurs' position. Yeah, exactly. As a lot of people were saying Spurs played like they were just happy to be there. Exactly. And yeah. their fans acted like they were just happy to be there. Yeah. So. I, th- I think expectation and, and you know, a lot of the Liverpool players said the pain of last year really drove us forward. Well, I don't think they would have defended the way they did after no. that first goal if it was their first year there. Exactly. They would have kept going the Liverpool way. I don't think they would have sat back like they did if this was the season, if this is their first final. Also but, curious. Also curious. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, they should have won last year. Salah not getting injured and Karius not being Karius, they would have won that they game. Sh- they sh- would have won, won that game. Like that's 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 a, that's a statement we can't make because that happened so early on with the Salah and then Karius, so it makes a mute point. Did like they, you they actually don't like, know how the game's going to go. Did they go one nil up? No, they were one one or something. I don't know who scored first, but it, I, I, I just it, feel it like Madrid, Madrid feel, scored first. Benzema, yes, that was and a, then Mane scored. I just feel like one-one with Salah and with let's say Allison. I feel they might have won that game. Sure, but they didn't have Allison. No, no, sure. <laughs> uh, obviously, I'm just saying they were they were like I just feel like they got Allison because of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but you have to respect that. You know, they they needed a centre back. They went, let's go get the best one we can get. Mm-hmm. They needed a goalkeeper. They went and got the best one they can get. And not every club can do that, obviously. It took well, massive amounts of money. They needed the winger. They got Salah, who broke every Premier League record and did so well this season yeah. as well. Like, every signing has been spot on. To yeah. be fair, and this is this is actually praising their, their scouting and whatever, their transfer department, we didn't think Van Dijk was the best they could get. 
And we didn't definitely not think he was the best they could get for seventy five million. Not no. this good. No, I mean, we thought no. it was good. We but thought not he, this we thought good. he was all right. Like, and I mean, like you know, you're a serviceable, decent yeah. player. But to be this good, no one saw that coming. No. Not true. at all. That's not true. At all. He wasn't. Lovren anyway. thought he was better than him. <laughs> Lovren thinks, still thinks he's better than him. <laughs> well, the thing is, it's not just what what Van Dijk has done personally. It's his impact on everyone. He is the true leader on the pitch of that team. You see it. His impact on Robertson. His impact on Trent. His impact on everybody around him is just too large that you can't really quantify in just his performances on the field. It's insane. It's yeah. true. Is there anything in the fact that he and Allison are both massive blokes? The massive bit helps. Van I Dijk honestly a think lot. it helps a bit. Just having that presence. I think Allison's beard gives him a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of presence. Well, Allison looks like the dude that that the, the, Dan Bilzerian. No, 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 no. Who? <laughs> the dude from Aquaman or whatever. Jason Momoa. Yeah. Oh yeah, a little bit. He looks. Add like some a, long hair, and then yeah. he could be be in that movie. Fair enough. Um, there was another final, the more important one, obviously. Th- this was the more important one to me personally. The the what for banterous reasons? Like I tell you guys all the time. This Liverpool thing doesn't bother me as much as the Arsenal thing. Right. Because I deal with you guys every day. So, Arsenal losing this final was... Imp- I thought you would win it. Right. But it was important for my soul. So <laughs> because we can share Thursdays. I mean, <laughs> this, yeah, we, we will definitely be sharing Thursdays. I'm not sharing nothing. <laughs> Thursday is my day. Yeah. <laughs> this is the funny thing, though, is that... Mohamed and I had not been this confident about an oh Arsenal game God. I, in years. I have never felt so stupid. Yeah. In my, like, yeah. You know, how can they suck me back in? I was so removed from mm. Arsenal. Then they, then the semi-final against Valencia happened. And I got sucked right... The Napoli, not Napoli game happened. Napoli happened, yeah. And I just got sucked right back in. I was like, you know what? We got this. Chelsea have this and injuries and that and sorry. And oh my God, they're fighting in practice. And Kati's not going to play. And then Arsenal happened. And I feel... This is my fault. Yeah. This is my fault. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't feel it's my fault, but I do feel stupid. I mean, uh, our friend Dave, who, who listens to the pod, messaged me when he was listening to it, and he listened to it the day after, I think, the final, and he was like, you guys were so confident. Why? And I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. I, we, I, 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 I literally can't tell you. all agree that it was, the, it was the Emery Cup thing, it was the injuries, it was their, Chelsea already in the Champions League, yep. this is your way of getting in, they don't care, but... First, like, I was shocked. Like, we can forget the first half. There's no point talking about it. No. But second half was shocking. I've, that was horrible. Wow. Man, wow. the lamppost scored, like, two goals. <laughs> How many goals did lamppost score? As one. soon as I saw Giroud was playing, I knew he would score one. But oh, Also, no, he Hazard did one. decided he to one. step up. Hazard did, well, obviously. The thing is, I was talking to my brother, and Hazard was nothing like anything else on the field. Hazard mm. was playing... And not even at 100%, by the way. This is not 100% Hazard, what mm. he did. Like, he, I didn't even feel he put that much effort in. He didn't need and to. he was already so far above anybody else in that field. Of course. Like, not even close. T- like, you could actually watch him and look at the switch turn on in his brain to say, we're going to score right now because I want us to. When he decides, yes, this is a this is an attack that I would like to put some effort in, yeah. chances are they score a goal. Yeah. Because yeah. it's so fun. Like, when he looks over and just passes it to Barkley in the middle, uh, not this game, but in general, he passes it, but you're like, fine, he doesn't care about this attack. Mm-hmm. The next one comes over and he starts to do that tip, 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 yeah. tip, and like, okay, it's on. here we go. Yeah. I, the one the one way that he finished uh, after the 1-2 with Giroud the left was foot. beautiful. The left foot was Absolutely beautiful. beautiful goal. Mm-hmm. Arsenal were just ripped apart by that. Even the, the Pedro goal, I was like, come on, guys. Like, what is happening? E- it was easy. Yo, oh, Lord. A proper goalkeeper would have saved that. <laughs> a pro- I mean, look. He, but he was your man the match for you guys, look. and he was trash. Like, and, he, and, and so apparently he's going to be Chelsea's director of football, which means next season he gets to sit there in press conference and say, "We beat Arsenal last season." <laughs> yeah. It's like, how does this even? How is this even? Yeah. Like, only at Arsenal can this be a situation like this. Oh, God. where next season he gets to talk about it like he won. I can't. I can't. I. He's a good bloke. I'm sure. Playing him in this game was stupid. Well, I it told was just you, stupid. How many times did I tell you we're a charity? This is what yeah. we do. We're charitable to our own. We're charitable to others. We're charitable to rivals. I was shocked that he started because I thought, just on prof- for professionalism, like, he's announced before this game he's going to be the sporting director. He didn't announce it, to be right. fair. Chelsea leaked it. And then he had... Banter! Yo, Proper yo, banter yo, can right there. I just there. say, Sir Alex Ferguson... Just, or, and Mourinho and everybody just got beat by Sarri in mind games. One, 
Your Arsenal's goalkeeper is going to be our, our, our uh, director of football. Two, Kante limping off in training. Three, Higuain and Luis going at it. Blown he probably to told them to do Four, it. Four, I'm, I'm mad about the training. I'm going to kick my hat. Bro, it's all a stage show. He absolutely destroyed. Also, let's talk about sorry for a second. First season in England. Mm-hmm. Horrendous squad mm-hmm. came third, not fourth, mm-hmm. third, won Europa League and got the League Cup final. And they wanted to sack him what? Well, appara- two months ago. Apparently, he is leaving to Juve. What more could he have done? Tell me, what more could Sarri do? Nothing. Like this was a sensational achievement. Now there were points in time where it was going to hell, sure. And everyone thought, ah, you know what? Maybe get rid of him. But if he leaves. This is one situation where I go, you know what? I'm with you. Like I, I I'm happy that he he leaves on on this high because Chelsea treated him like shit, and first, the Chelsea fans are shit. In 29 years, you, yeah. s- you see yeah. that clip where he's looking at the gold yeah. medal like a kid. It's lovely. It's lo- It's a lovely story. I, he's he's a very refreshing character. I know that he's said a couple of dubious I things. I don't in think the past. smoking is refreshing, Alex. <laughs> well, I, well, it is when he brings a cigar onto the pitch immediately <laughs> after the game. <laughs> So well, they were funny. saying Baku but, probably Baku probably does not have a stringent smoking. Right, bat. he could have probably yeah, done that. Yeah. But it, he's refreshing in that he doesn't come, he doesn't fit any mold. Right, he was yeah. a banker. He quit his, his day job at forty to go into coaching. It took you know another twenty years for him to reach this level, and now he's won his, a title. His, it's it's, it's his a wonderful story. His financial timeline in life must be insane. Mm-hmm. So blah blah blah, steady steady at banking from thirty to forty, and then boom, oh, at yeah. forty years old. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's like. His wife must be like, where is this coming from? Like, all of a sudden, we're just living She's like, I'm life. glad I stayed. Yeah. <laughs> and now she gets to leave Naples. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. You know, I, I mean, the Juve thing, the Juve thing is funny because he's not remotely a typical Juve manager. No. But he wasn't remotely a typical Chelsea manager either. He's someone that doesn't play the, the game, who will say things that most managers would shy away from saying. And again, that's why he's kind of a refreshing character. On, on the other side of this, where does this leave Unai Emery, really? Because this is his, to- this is his trophy. Well, yeah. it leaves him in a, in a club that is without ambition and without accountability, so he'll be just fine. He'll just chill for another season. He literally said there's, there's yeah. not pressure there's to no win. There's no pressure on Arsenal to win. He said that was he said, that a direct quote? Yeah, he said the difference between PSG and Arsenal is that for PSG, I was working for my job. I was literally... On the, the job is on the line. And Arsenal is like, it doesn't feel that way. It feels much more relaxed, much more forgiving. You plan more medium term, long term. You know he should be sacked for that statement alone. I mean, no, the Arsenal, is, the whole Arsenal should be sacked for that statement. Whoever provides that environment there should be sacked for that statement. What he's trying to say is that he feels good that he has time to build. Like, that's the, that's the message. But it just, it comes out very, very No, I'm sorry. Like, you know what? I was this whole... Until like maybe a few days ago, I was Emery, give him another season. Mm. Two days ago, I flipped. He's, he's out. He needs to be out the door. He, you needed to get one point out of Wolves, Everton, Burnley, Crystal Palace, and Brighton. And lost them all. I'm sorry. Okay? You needed one point out of all of those. But, and then you had to win a stupid one game, one half of football against Chelsea, and he couldn't. And, and you went away from the, the way that we did it in the league so convincingly. You went away from it. You played five at the back again. You know what? I'm done. He can go. But the, the, pro- the problem that becomes, and I agree with a lot of those things. Arteta. That's the answer. Absolutely not. <laughs> as long as you, you still have the structure that you have, it's a little bit like a structure that you have. No one is not going to work. Is no manager going to come yes. in there and do anything? I agree, one hundred percent. But the structure is not uh, responsible for one point out of seven games. It might be. No, hang on. It I, might be. Hang on. No, 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 no. It's not. It, also. Structure-wise, there will be a technical director in a minute. Edu is coming in, right? And Edu's he's bringing a, Martinelli and with he's him. Bringing Gabriel Martinelli with Woo! him, who's, who's like this? an eighteen-year-old Brazilian Bro, the next Ballon d'Or winner. Oh, anyway, you guys are screwed. Anyway, <laughs> the, point, the, the point is that you know what? What structure is there above Sari? He reports to Marina Graniskaya, some shady person that Abramovich employs. There's no, there's no structure yeah, there but either. The structure, quotation, is just something that pumps money. Sure. That's no, it. But, but, but let's be realistic here. We're talking about the structure of Chelsea, right? Structure of Chelsea's squad is already better than yours. Like, before before Sarri did better. anything. There's accountability. Like, but then, on top of that, he was able to bring in Jorginho, who he liked. And even if it didn't work, he was able to bring in Higuain. This guy brought in Dennis Suarez. You gave him nothing to work with. Yo, nothing at em- all. Emery got, Emery got five new signings Very last good, summer. by the way. Very good. Too. Emery got five new signings he last got summer. Guendouzi. He got Guendouzi. He got Socrates. He got Guendouzi. He got Lucas Torreira. Who, Lucas Torreira is your Jorginho sign. Listen, Lucas Torreira, he had a great first 10 games, and then he was shit after that. Guendouzi, shit. 
Then no. Leno, great signing. Socrates, whatever. He's good, no, but no. he's not good I enough. I would say four out of you five signings. You get the same type of stuff. I would say four out of five signings, except for Listeiner, were actually good signings. You add that. Yeah. You add that to the fact that Mkhitaryan is is a weird player, but you know, two years ago, is one of Europe's best attacking midfielders. About you've got, like you've got two two elite or nearly elite strikers. There there was more than enough to work with to challenge Chelsea and Manchester United, and he did that to some extent. And then fell off a cliff towards Chelsea the end of the season. Chelsea squad, for me, you have one of the best players in the world in Eden Hazard. You have Giroud, who, funny enough, just scores goals. Like, Arsenal, Chelsea, that's what he does. Bro, you can take a big picture or you can zoom in on the last six games. I'm sorry. I don't care what structure you have. I don't care what color mm-hmm. your walls are at home. Point is, you have one point to get out of six. And you, two of those games are Crystal Palace and Brighton at home. No, I agree with you. I, no, no, I, I'm with you. I'm okay, with you. Uh, we're going to move on in just a second. Before we do that, uh, Mohamed, who do you want to replace him? I want Leunberg. What? Leunberg is doing a fantastic we job. We can't banter United about so No, you shot. really cannot. Like, uh, I, Leunberg, where where all, is he anyway? Leunberg is going to join, apparently, the coaching staff of Emery instead of... Um, He's just the under-23. What's his name? Instead of Bold, he's going to join. I think everything I've read, everything I've seen about what he's doing with the under-23s, I think... I would give him a shot. It's one year. Just see what happens. Instead of Emery for a year, give it to Lundberg for a year. Who cares? We're not in Champions League anyways. It would be fun, which is all I'm advocating Okay, I'm on board. Sure. (laughs) Let's do it. Why not? All right, let's take a quick break, then we'll do transfer rumors. Good, 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 good evening. Good evening. Transfer time, everyone's favorite topic. Uh, Let's start with Manchester United. You are apparently, Bernie, uh, selling Paul Pogba to Juventus and signing in his place James Madison. How much of a load of bollocks is that? Uh, it's a huge <laughs> load of bollocks. G- good player, I'd have him, but he just signed last year. This makes no sense. As in Madison like, for Leicester. What? As in Madison just signed for Leicester. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's never, 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 never happened. Okay. Uh, Pogba? What about him? Juve? Why Not would happening. Juve buy him back? Not happening. They need a midfielder. They want to sign a central midfielder. Uh, that's got Aaron Ramsey, mate. You don't need anything Which else. is why they need another one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they're just... It's not going Excuse to me, happen. Excuse me, was that Aaron Ramsey slander? Absolutely. Mm. Yeah. Better than Paul Pogba. Absolutely not. 100%. Absolutely not. Uh, this more, season, you... Well, more, he more, wasn't even this season. More play. clutch. More stats. Three FA Cups. I, I don't know how more how clutch you can get. How many FA Cups does Pogba have? One. Uh, he wasn't here for that. Zero. Hey. <laughs> How many league titles does Ramsey have? 17. Zero. And no World Cups. Pogba has no league titles. No title. European titles. No league titles. Serie A? Pogba yeah. won like four of them. Yeah, I would have won. And he won, with... scored in the Europa League final. And he scored in the World Cup final. Come on, man. All right. There's no comparison this. here. His, no his, comparison. Here's why trophies don't matter. Lichstein has got 40,000 of them. He can't keep a, a contract to Arsenal. We did. He had an option for a year. They said, "Nah, you're all right, mate." He was so bad. He was so shit. He was so bad. He was so bad that main. Um, what's I'll a- say Mangy Niles. <laughs> what's his name again? A-M-N. What's his name? A-M-N. Maitland Niles. <laughs> what's his first name? Ainsley. Well done. Yeah. Respect on that name. <laughs> is, it, is, is he the one with the crazy mom? Tripper Barrel. Yes, he is. He does have a crazy mom. No, he's she's the one that barged into Wenger's office and said, "Play my son." <laughs> Yeah. But and that's what worked. you need. That's and it worked. worked. That's how you know it was the end of Therefore, end. you definitely should sign Rabio at this point. Yeah, true. Get yeah. a crazy so bomber. Apparently, Munayir is coming in. Munier. Oh. Uh, yeah. Munayir is a different player. He's yeah. not Arab. Munayir is the dude from Athletic Bilbao. Munayir El Hadadi? No, Munayir. You're thinking Munayir. He was supposed to be a big deal. Yeah. A tiny deal. Tiny. Was he at La Masia? Or, no, he was at Bilbao? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, never Anyway, Thomas Munier, PSG right back, who is not that good to start with. Like, he's the backup right back to 40-year-old Danny backup Alves. Backup dancer. Backup dancer. Um, and allegedly, uh, Emery wants to sign him for like 20-odd million euros in a position where he's got Hector Bellerin. Does it make sense? I don't get it. Unless he wants to play him left. No, uh, why uh, would you play him left? Unless he feels Bellerin's injury record is not very good. Bro, I'm sorry, maybe, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. What's her brother's name? Well, not Emery. <laughs> he is not here long enough to be deciding about injury records for Bellerin, okay? He's leaving next season. Worry about next year, mate. Don't be telling me about how this player in five seasons won't be good enough. To, to add to that point, Arsenal's budget 
is allegedly yeah. 40 to 50 million. You're no going to spend chance. half of that on Thomas Mooney? No <laughs> chance, man. Yeah. No chance, that's your budget. Unreal. Uh, West Ham, okay, so we sat here last year, last week, right? If we were, if we were competent, we would put in the clip now, yeah. but go listen yeah, to it. Exactly. We sat here last week and we said, oh, look, West Ham have bid 18 million for Andre Gomes. This week, they've bid 20. Ooh, fire. Bringing that fire to the game. I, I, I don't get it. This, this is like, okay, so Mohanan and I are very used to this because this is what Arsenal used to do, right? We bid 2 million for Mark Schwarzer. Middlesbrough were like, we want 3. We were like, no, we'll just go with Almunia for the next 5 years. Don't worry about it. So West Ham submitted a bid for 18 million. Barcelona said, no, we want 25. West Ham came back with 20. When we get to Sané, we'll, we'll talk about Alex saying waste of admin. But this, <laughs> this is a waste. Like, this is, they have to actually have to fax this transfer, like, fee over to Barcelona. International waters, mate. They actually had to do this for a measly two million. Give me a break. No, the fact that West Ham are sitting at the same table as Barcelona should be enough for them to pay whatever the hell Barcelona wants. Unbelievable. Anyways. Uh, Spurs uh, linked with a lot of players right now. Ndombele is the main one uh, who would be an unbelievable signing for anyone. Mm -hmm. I like that Especially of, when you're trying to replace Dembele. I like Dembele. think of as Russell Peters. Ndombele. <laughs> I never thought about that. Bro, every time I see his name, all I can think about is the dude from the casino. Ndobile. Yeah. I just like, bro, how can you not think of that every time I his name pops up? I never thought about that. Now, well, now you're never going to no, stop I thinking can't. about it. Yeah. Well, we'll find out. Whoever he goes to, the stadium announcer is going to have to do a job. So. Ndobile? <laughs> Anyway, Anyways, he's, he's also linked with United and Man City. And frankly, whoever gets him is buying an absolute tank of a midfielder. Mm. But this must be fake news, right? What? Like, how much would he cost? 65 million? Yeah. Are Tottenham going to spend 65 million? Mate, A, they didn't spend any money for like 18 months. And Maybe. B, the amount of money you get for getting that far in the Champions League is like 100 million. You think Daniel Levy is just going to be like, it's like, it's not a video game where like you don't spend it for a year and then your chest just like increases. <laughs> He's not going to do 65 million. It's not going to happen. I think you're going to be surprised at the lengths that they'll probably go to make sure that Pochettino is happy. All right, let's see it. But let's we'll see. see. I mean, they're also linked with Lo Celso, who's another like 50, 60 million player. Sessegnon, uh, who... Sessegnon? Ryan, from Fulham. Uh, he, he didn't have a good season. He didn't. I was, waiting, I was waiting for him to burst through. But yeah, Fulham, Fulham were utterly horrendous. So this is their bail. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. But he, that would be another 25 or so. Maxi Gomez yeah, from, from Celta is 30 or 40. So, you know, the, these links don't come from nowhere, usually. No, they come, they come from Spurs saying, hey, how much for Indobele? <laughs> and then they go, 65. But hey, Man City, Juventus, and all these other teams want him. So yeah. if everyone else bids for him, it's not going to happen. Bro, it was like this. How much for Indobele? They said 60 million. They went, Indobele? <laughs> <laughs> Mohamed has been ruined. The rest of the pod is done, Um All right, we'll move on. Actually, Cole's been released by Derby. Should we sign him? Wow. Willie, the left back. Yeah. Wow. I mean, we can sign him for under the cost FC. That's what I meant. I oh. would love... Oh, okay, great. I was going to say I would love it. I would love it if it were my horse. <laughs> <laughs> that would be hilarious. Uh, Adri oh, yeah, another United one. Adrian Rabio. What Mohamed is... hates him. Rabio is a nobody. I don't see why you say that. I don't get it either. Where is the? Where, where did this thing come from this... that Rabio is such a... Is he better than Verratti? I think he's, he's on the different. same level. He's a different okay. So, so I get the hate on Verratti, and we all agree that Verratti is a fraud. No, but now Rabio. No, 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 no. no. This, this, okay, no. with with Rabio, no one is out here saying that Rabio is like the greatest thing. But if you look at someone like Ndombele, for example, right? He has done nothing in his career compared to what Rabio has done. So you actually have to put him in perspective and go: if he's going to be a big deal, then Rabio is a big deal. But it's also it also depends on who you're talking about. So if we're talking about Rabio to Arsenal. Is he a lot better than Xhaka? Yes. Is he a lot better than Genduzi is right now? Yes. Is he is he an upgrade on Arsenal central midfield? A hundred percent. Same with United. Is yeah. he better than Matic? Yeah. Yes. Is he better than Herrera? Absolutely. Yes. Is it's, he better than McTominay by hundred and fifty times? I know so, Barcelona signed shitty players, but they only signed Frankie De Jong because this guy was wasting their time. And Frankie De Jong, none of you have seen more than ten games of the guy, and we've all seen more of Rabio. And Rabio has played effectively as well as De Jong. So, issue. like, what are people doing? In Doble. Is that how you said? No. <laughs> but, but keep going. We Indobile, like with an exclamation mark at the end, has like still to break through. Like as in to get his move. Like Rabi, I feel, had it, like went down, and then now we're trying to bring him back but up. But he didn't go down. That's, that's Bro, the thing. Bro, he barely thing. played, man. No, he was a starter. When, when PSG knocked out Chelsea, that's how long he's been playing at PSG. And he was immaculate then. 
Like, Immaculate. The guy is very, very good. I don't think he's like uh, who's a good central midfielder. Give me, give me a name. Like, there why is, is this difficult? De Bruyne. He's not. He's nowhere near. Eric. He's nowhere near that. But the guy is good, yep. and he would upgrade your team infinitely. Infinitely, yeah, but, he he was. but he bad boy though. He bad boy. He bad boy. Oh, he, so also bad look, boy. he also looks yeah. like a Renaissance painting. <laughs> um, Juve, this one's mental. Juventus are joining Napoli and Atletico Madrid in wanting Kieran Trippier. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I understand that his his delivery is extremely good for a fullback, and if he went to play in Italy, he'd be less exposed for pace every week as he is in the Premier League. But He's 28, and he's going to cost you 25 to 30 million. I don't understand why these clubs oh are Oh, my interested. God. If Spurs sell it for 30 million and add, like, 10, 15 million and get Lo Celso... You should just burn down the Emirates. It's over. Like, actually burn down I mean, the Emirates at that point. it's a distinct possibility. Like, why? Even, even when you talk about his delivery... But his conversion rate is not very good. Well, the conversion rate is not up to him. He has to put the ball on the spot. <laughs> well, he can <laughs> run onto the end of it. Well, Harry Kane's going to score. Bernie, let that sink in for a second. We need a moment. Because I didn't think about it until you said it, Alex. I was like, how is that his fault? Well, because Trent's conversion rate is sensational. I get it. I get it. He actually puts the ball in good positions. I get it. Whereas I get it. Trippier has not I all it. season. I don't think you can accuse him of that. It's the one thing that he's able to do. Do properly. I'm not even sure. He did one and then went out and then back in in the Champions League <laughs> final and that was a summary of his whole season. Okay. He's had a bad season. We're not going to debate that. And the other thing is he's really good at, at crossing but he can't create the space for himself. Yeah. Someone has to make the space for... The whole team has to work out a pattern. For Trippier. Yeah, for the right back. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Trippier is basically Juve and Napoli's James Rodriguez from the World Cup. He scored a free <laughs> kick and they're like, yes, mate. Yes. Like, no, no. Flavor this of was, the month. That was a year ago. We're done. We're done. A great link, though, because Napoli, and this one makes a bit of sense, Napoli want James Rodriguez. And, and Marco Llorente and, like, everyone at Real It's a fire sale. James Rodriguez... Is too soft for Napoli. He will not be able to deal with the mafia. No. He will just not. The minute he has one bad game and they're knocking on his up door, his house. yeah, it'll be like, okay, I'm out. But then he can't be out. He no. can't. Has Nap- When's the last time Napoli sold a player? Well, Hamsik, <laughs> it took Hamsik 15 years to leave. I mean, he is Colombian. I, I would expect that, like... I don't want to get into... No. I don't Stereotypes. Get into, no, I don't want to get into levels. <laughs> because I we have that back home. Uh-huh. But there's... Like, I'm Egyptian. There's levels to being Egyptian. I... You wouldn't say, but Mo's Egyptian. He can handle it. No. <laughs> I, I'm not that dude. Hamas is not that Colombian guy. Okay? <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, that's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah. Who's, he date, who's he married to? Ospina's? Ospina's yeah. uh, sister. sister, and he's he's soft as shit, like yeah. Ospina. So like, if have that's you, if that's the family he's in, I can see it. Have you seen Ospina's sister? How does Ospina look like Ospina? <laughs> he looks more like Ospina than Ospina looks like Ospina. Man, the sisters are not doing good. The Neymar's, the Ospinas, they're they're not doing good. They don't they don't they don't look great. No. They don't look great because no. they look like their brothers. No. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. They don't. <laughs> imagine wow. imagine if Ronaldinho had a sister. He probably does. Oof, I don't want to think about it. Yeah. All right. Honest. Let's move on, shall we? Well, she, was, she, was really prob- a... she was probably in that bathtub. In that uh, hot tub. Speaking uh. of South Americans. Are we? Wolves want Rondon. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? I mean, useful squad. They want to cross the ball more? Yeah. Uh, also, wait. Doesn't he... If I'm Rondon, yeah? And, and, and she calls... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Can we rewind it? I looked in Alex's eyes and it just came out. But if Sheikh Halas is, is there, I'm going to get more money out of him. So I'm staying at Newcastle. That's how it's going to work. Oh, him. like Sheikh Halas is going to come in and Ronald's going to be like, Wait. I want a pay rise. Look, Sheikh Halas Wait. is going to pull a Man City and, and sign a bunch of shit players they can afford first. Granted. Build it up. So therefore, here's my dream. Let me say my dream. Okay, here's my dream. Sheikh Halas comes in and he goes, listen, uh, what's his name? He says, I need a center back. And we go, we will give you Phil Chris Jones. Smalling. 10 million, in fact, 5 million. Chris Smalling. Take it. Chris Smalling is better than what they have. Take it. Not even convinced of that. He's better than Jamal sells. I don't think so. I think it's. Guys, there's new money getting pumped into the club. Your first signing is Adebayor. Yep. He's coming. I think that's legally stipulated. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is he up to right now? Because he's, he's about to. Turkey. He's about to do Oh, he's not retired yet. No, he's no. playing in Turkey. Adebayor. Bring and, back Rubinho the And Colo Toure, to be fair. Bro, Toure, Rubinho, Adebayor, what's Elano up to? Clichy. 
clean sheet. You remember Valerie Bojanov or whatever yeah, was his name? Yeah, Valerie Bojanov, oh, one legend. Oh my god. The funny thing is that like two or three of those guys are actually playing on the same team in Turkey. Wow. Actually? I think it's Bashik Shahir. Yeah. Oh, the new guys. Yeah. Wow. It's hilarious. Um, Bayern Munich, as, as we know, as we discussed last week, they're chasing Leroy Sané, but... Well, uh, he's quick though. Very quick, very hard to chase. Ule Honis says City want insane sums for Sonny and that it's unlikely to happen. How much did they pay for, was it Theo Hernandez? 80 million? Yeah. Lucas Hernandez. Yeah. Yes, but it was, a buyout. It was a buyout clause, but yes. But, Still, they, but they, paid, they paid that money, right? I'm sorry. Yeah. So you, therefore you pay yeah. more for Sonny. I agree. It's as simple as that. I agree. Yeah. And no offense, you're a center back. Lucas? Yeah. But so I don't care how, much, how, how good you are. You can't cost more than my star winger. They're also trying to hold out for 20 Except million. Except in Liverpool. I was, I was going to say, <laughs> Yeah, but he's not Van Dijk, mate. He's a left-back, turned centre-back, turned... I don't even think he's that good. Well, Van Dijk has, has upset the defender market. That's now true. you can't even buy Harry Maguire for 90 million. It's so, a, like, whatever. Disrupted. Disrupted the market. Well, yeah. isn't, it, isn't that what we have to say these days? Oh, uh, yeah. What was the other word? Upset. Oh. No, Bernie wasn't wrong. I was just, uh, right. Oh, by the way, it's not on this paper, but it's making me furious that because of Van Dijk, Napoli, who we talked about, are a stupid, stupid football club. Yeah. yeah. You offer 100 million for Koulibaly and they said no? Do we believe no, that I'm happened? Sorry. I hope they get relegated. From who? United, allegedly. If United did that, which would be dumb on our part, but whatever. If we did it and they said no, I hope they get relegated. Now, by yeah. the way, by the way, I got a, I love Koulibaly. I thought he was great. I just got a slightly worried at how fraudulent he looked against Arsenal yeah. over two legs. He I looked just, bad. Because this is the first time I've watched a full 90 minutes. Mm. And I was like... Is this the dude? Because, I, I mean, him, I get the unit, but I'm not seeing it. I, I watched him in two games against Inter and Juventus, and my God, he was brilliant. Yeah? Like, he okay. was sensitive. So it's just Aubameyang's too good. It's pretty Obviously. much what we're saying Obviously. here. Obviously. Except not for Chelsea, which doesn't make any sense. Bruh, Look, he bro. steps up when he wants to. When Nwobi <laughs> is running at you, all bets are off. Exactly. Yeah? exactly. We didn't even mention his goal in the Europa League final. It was the best thing he's ever done, and we didn't mention it. Yeah. yeah. There can't, we go. Mm. Mentioned. Yeah, can't win a cup final. No. All right, uh, we're going to end on this rumor, which is uh, Matthias de Litt. Obviously, nothing has happened with that yet. Um, but some old Dutch blokes are talking about his future. So they were uh, Louis van Gaal and Peter Bosch were having a conversation. I guess this was what? Oh, it was on Fox Sports. And Bosch said, I think de Litt fits perfectly with Manchester City. Vincent Company is already gone and Nicolas Otamendi is not good enough. <laughs> then I would love to see him next to Emmerich Laporte. Completely missing out. John Stones. I was going to say, that's the most important part of the whole statement, that they didn't say anything about John Stones. Didn't even mention him. And then Van Hal agreed, adding, I, th- I think exactly the same, although De Litt can go to Barcelona too, because I don't like their central defenders either. <laughs> he could play at Barcelona, but he could play for Manchester City also, and in that case, I would choose Pep Guardiola over Lionel Messi. I love, I mean, obviously he's a world-class manager and blah, 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 but I just love the nous. That he knew that City versus Barcelona is Pep versus Messi. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is literally when you boil it down, a player just needs to go. Do I want to go and win trophies with Pep, or do I want to play with Messi? Yeah, that's it. The, the only the only thing there is Man City so far have not been associated with this Delit thing. It's everyone else is saying it makes sense for you because of company, but they haven't so far, according to rumors, submitted a bid. So it's Barcelona or Man United, and if you're smart. You yeah, but they, have, but they have Stones and Laporte. Where are they going to play? The, are they going to sell Stones? or Because... Well, you need three. Yeah, but not three they have top, three right top, now. top. Like, not three each costing 70 million. Like, you need three that are like... You know, one of them is Otamendi. I don't disagree. That, that's if, fair. But if you can sell Otamendi for whatever... 40 million. Company's gone, and then you have... You've got a lot of money. Man, you, you, the amount of money that company Otamendi would free up just from wages. But you're yeah. never selling Otamendi for 40, though. It like, doesn't need to be 40. They don't care about the money. I'm just saying, they, if you if you only then have three Alex, centre-backs and one of them is delayed, Alex, we went through this last week with uh, Leroy Sané. Uh, as long as they're being investigated, they need to show money coming in and money going out. Yeah. So they would have to good. hit 40. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, uh, I think that's it for transfer rumours, but it's not it for Louis van Gaal, who recently did an interview with, was it Jamie Jackson in The Guardian? And there were some interesting things brought up in this interview that I want to talk about. Yeah. He is simply the most entertaining manager of the last five years. He really that's, is. That's, From that's just it. Queen's Park Raisins to, to Shek Shmashikism. <laughs> <laughs> taking off his boxers to falling on the floor yes. in front of the referee. Yes. To, he's just, he's, he's fun because he's insane. Like, he's no. not funny. He's, he's just insane. He's bonkers. Although there was a lot of very insightful stuff in this interview. So I've just put down some highlights. So uh, he started off 
uh, by mentioning that he nearly signed for Spurs yep. that summer. And their um, squad was better than the United squad at the time, which is fair enough, I yep. think, at that time, yeah. Spurs dodged a bullet there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, because the Pochettino came yeah. in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Uh, he said Woodward betrayed him because Woodward said that he was not going to ever sack him and then did. Wow. Like, yeah. ever. Until he dies. He said, I will never sack you. That's what... What was funny was he had lost four in a row, which was sackable. And he said, if you want to sack me, it's cool. I'm okay. We shouldn't lose. And Edward was nah, mate. Mm. We love you. You're great. And then sacked him the day he won the FA Cup. Like, what on earth, man? Speaking of which... He said, basically, that what you've been saying for ages is that there's no real structure there, that Woodward and his right-hand man, whose name I forget, Matt don't Judge. know anything about football. Yeah. So, you know, he was say, the, the interviewer said, you got some transfer targets. And he said, yeah, but I didn't get all the ones that I wanted. We couldn't get a lot of the players that I thought we could get. Including Di Maria was not his first choice. I don't know who his first choice was. He didn't say it, but he said Di Maria was not his first choice. He also and said Di Maria couldn't handle England. No, he couldn't. Anything about Di- it. Yeah, but, but you feel that like it came with, like, oh, this is not my guy. I'm just going to make life more difficult than it was his guy. I felt like it was his guy. He would have put a hand on the shoulder, made it work. But you know when it's not your guy and you're like, oh, he's failing. Look. Yeah. You know, and he's like, it's not my problem. I Maybe. Think that, I think that's fair. Maybe. Although he's di- he did say that he asked Di Maria where he wanted to play. Di Maria said left wing. He played him there. He was shit. Yeah, Maria, so then he started moving him about. Di Maria said Paris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, on Rooney, this was interesting. Uh, the interviewer said, was Rooney, was Rooney too old when you got there? And he said, I'm sorry, but he was over the hill. Yeah. Which but still one of my best players. It's like, yeah. that shows you the state of the squad. And then... There was a story about how Rooney said, Rooney himself said he walked into his office and told him about, by the way, tomorrow there's that video of whatever. The boxing video. The boxing yeah. coming out, and, and apparently Van Hal just found it hilarious. That's really funny. That's why Van Hal is crazy. Yeah. Like, he's so. But then again, like, you say Rooney was over the hill, but you threw away Van Persie. So who was over the hill first? He did right? throw away Van Persie. <laughs> he literally just threw him out the club, so I don't understand what he's doing here. That's true. And he brought in Falcao, who was Oy. he was not even near the hill. Imagine right. how far down the list he was. <laughs> Jesus. But on Rooney, he said that he made him captain to get him to behave better off the pitch, and it didn't succeed. Yeah, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyway, uh, on Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he basically said, uh, this isn't, you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he basically said Solskjaer shouldn't have the job. And when asked about Rio Ferdinand, he didn't answer directly, but said... Here's what you need. Here are all the qualifications you need to be a technical director, and Ferdinand has. None that was of them. the most, one of the most interesting parts of the whole thing. When he was talking about the youth, when he was talking about the transfers, talking about the uh, all the all that stuff around technical director, I was like, that's actually. Well, he's actually been it. He was technical director Maybe he at Ajax. Can be it. Well, he was at Ajax, but he will never come back to United because he just slashed Edward Word. So that's yeah. not happening. But then again, when he was technical director, that was when Zlatan and him got basically into a fight. So he may not have the people personality to do that. But I thought that was very interesting because he knows everything about football. And everyone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whether they'll pick up his call is, is another question. <laughs> Alex, that, that last point you have here is actually very Mourinho reminiscent when he says he doesn't have enough technical creative players, so he looked for solutions to adapt to the level of players that he had at the time. Example, defending a little deeper than ideal and countering with Rashford and Martial. That's pretty much Mourinho came in and tried to do the exact same thing because I think he also realized that he couldn't play the way he wanted. Like, that expansive proper football. I don't know. I just feel it kind of resonates a bit with Mourinho's term. But that was a dumb statement because he didn't play this football. He didn't sit back and counterattack. He, he just never did it. So for him to bring that up, I, I didn't really understand that part. And then again, he signed like 10 players. So wh- he signed a what, lot of players. how could you not have brought in creative players and then say they weren't there? Like... That, to me, is a little bit just taking a piss at that point. Well, he's, he's going to paint his, his tenure at United in a better light than, like, than it looked. You but. signed Schweinsteiger and Schneiderlin in the same window. Yeah, and you want to talk about yeah, not having creative players? That was bad. I, I don't... I don't I can't give him a pass on I that I forgot one. about Schweinsteiger, man. What Schneiderlin was signing. at United? Like, yeah. yeah. No, I can't remember yeah, that. That was him. It seemed like a good signing at Where the time. Where is he now? Everton. Everton. Back to, wait, was it? The, he was at Southampton. No, he was Southampton, oh. then United, then Everton. Actually, he signed Herrera, Schneiderlin, and Schweinsteiger. So you didn't sign a creative person. Who signed for Lady? Moyes. Moyes. Oh, of course it was Moisey. Of course. <laughs> uh, he just to end. He also said that Figo and Luis Enrique were his favorite players to manage, which I think is fair enough. Not Figo. I, I'm surprised by Figo to be honest. No, I, I think I think he appreciates the smarts. I'm not talking about like players. I think he just appreciates. They're both very smart guys. Well, he said they were so also feel... winners, which he right. liked. Figo, 
Hmm. He okay. won the he won the league. No, twice. no, no. It's not about. Oh, he's just a kind just of state. <laughs> <laughs> what? You, w- you don't like, like him. When I say winner, I don't think of Figo. He won everything. Bro, winning things doesn't make you a winner. Okay, fine. Is also a winner? No. Absolutely not. Oh, he won a World Cup. He won. That's not what I mean. Winner is a characteristic, not a not not a resume. It's like a Patrick Vieira to you. Like 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 Van Dyke is a winner. He just won his first trophy ever, but he's a winner. Let, like, let's see after the second. Like one. Henderson, is a, <laughs> Henderson is a shit footballer, but he's a don't, winner. Don't, oh, don't you dare! Don't you, you dare! Go. He's ruined. No, me. no. Podcast over. Everyone, we're going home. I need no, a break. No. Good, 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 good evening. Good evening. Women's World Cup starts on Friday. It is being hosted in France. Canada are in a group with Netherlands, New Zealand, and Cameroon, which I think they should finish. They should finish top of. They have a great chance. But. They might finish second. I mean, Netherlands are decent. New Zealand and Cameroon are horrendous. Very so, like, this should be okay. I think they'll get out this group, but they're not going to do much. You know, they're still United States, obviously favorites. England, under Phil Neville, have been sensational, actually. Their form has been great. Uh, Alex Greenwood, my girl. Don't ask me why. She's just... Is she somehow part Nigerian? No, she's my United women. Is she related to Mason yeah. Greenwood? Absolutely not. She's oh. white. Oh. I didn't know Mason Greenwood wasn't. What? I've never seen Mason Greenwood. I don't know. Who he, is he Mason? He came on against you. Oh. Who is Mason Greenwood? <laughs> oh, the young dude. Yeah. Oh, he's so bad. Wow. Hasn't <laughs> he scored like anyway? He scored like forty goals in forty games. Um, uh, then you have got Germany and France. Obviously, France have never actually made it past the semi-final. Why are Brazil not on this list? Because they're old. Marta like, Mar- is actually still, still going. Yeah, she's still the best player, the talisman, and their, their squad is old. So Where? That's why they're not. <gasps> The Dutch team have the insane Arsenal striker. Okay. Ars- Arsenal women's striker this yeah. season. Dutch, I think she's Dutch if I'm not mistaken. Scored like 46 goals, killing it. Like, like she was in the runners-up for the women's uh, Ballon d'Or. Who won the women's Ballon d'Or? Like, where's she Ada from? Hedeberg. Yeah, where's she from? She's Sweden. from Norway. Okay. No, no, it's Norway. But Norway? Yeah, and she unfortunately won't be at the World Cup. Are they in the World Cup? Norway? They are, but she basically said she's not going to play for them due to like inequalities between the men's and women's team. Really? Yeah. Which is like obviously she's doing what she thinks is is right, and if that's what she feels she needs to do, then fair play. It's just a shame that she won't be there. Ah, oh, Vivian Miedama. Okay. She is from. She's Dutch. I'm telling you, I've I've heard about her, man. She's Ooh. killing it for for Arsenal. I bet she's playing up top for for Netherlands. There you go. Hot tip. Hot tip for Netherlands. Hot tip. Put some money on her being top scorer. This Ada Hedeberg thing though is weird to me. Like Why? she's decided not to play for Norway because of the gender pay inequality thing, which is fair enough. Something around that. I get I'm that. not going to say I know exactly about. what it's about. Yeah, you have to yeah. something about that. But, like, this is a World Cup, and she can only, she's doing this because she is who she is. Like, she's the best player in the world. I get that. But, I don't know, something about it to me, go win, and then, like, do your thing. Like, you you can protest this in a better okay, way than so, this. So, what, what you're saying is she should twerk towards <laughs> these things. I think... Mbappe or someone else should have twerked. Hazard. Hazard did twerk. Hazard did twerk. Do you see the video of him celebrating the Europa League? He twerked? Winning? He twerked, mate. I mean, I mean, yeah, he's perfect. Have you seen the other? Okay, have you seen the video of Kim Kardashian coming out of the van and one of the dudes like kissed her butt? And the caption is when Hazard signs for Madrid. (laughs) On the Madrid fans. On the Madrid fans, like, mwah. I mean, they should. I've not seen it. Anyways, back to the women's game. Yeah. Um, Um, Scotland are making their first appearance at World Cup, so congratulations to them. Their opening game is against England, obviously. Obviously. Bernie, you think England are going to do something here? I actually think they're going to go to the final. This is the best team they've had. It could be one of the men's team type of things where they're qualifying, they were so sensational, but typically they haven't been sensational. So, And Phil Neville's done an absolutely brilliant job for someone that we thought this is a joke. So, well done. Fair enough. All right, a couple other things to round up. Uh, Toronto FC haven't won a game since early April. They just don't exist anymore as as a as a as an entity, know, respectable entity. Yeah, that's fine. Horrendous. Uh, Canadian Premier League standings: Cavalry, top of the league, five wins out of five. Our local boys, York Nine. Cavalry are from where? Calgary. Just uh, you know, in your head. Yeah, now I get it. Uh, York Nine, our local boys, are yet to win a game. <clears throat> it's bad, man. They're not our local boys. Hey, like we? No, no, no. When they're shit, they're not oh, our boys. Also, oh, also, also, Bernie lives really far away from York Nine. He's yeah. probably closer to Calvary FC. No, he's the other way. <laughs> I'm actually really close to York Nine. There At least go. my work is. Mark him. Uh, anyway, uh, in between uh, Forge, Valor, Halifax, Pacific, 
FC Edmonton and York Nine, as we said, bottom of the pile. Delicious. Yeah. Delicious. Jimmy Brennan might get sacked in the morning. Might have to. Anyway. Uh, Is he the mascot? <laughs> I mean, he's everything else. Have you seen the York Nine mascot? Yes. It's, it's a disgrace. It's terrifying. Why is it so square? I mean, so just for the story, it's a futuristic robot that comes back from the future to help York Nine win the league. It really? Looks, it yeah. looks like one of the Adams family. Its head is a football. But it's square. Why is the jaw <laughs> so jawy? Like, why is it the rock's jaw and like a football head? It's like. <laughs> it's like the Sphinx, but football. You would know yeah. because you are that level of Egyptian. Yes, exactly. I am the level that tells you to go see the Sphinx and the Pyramids. And Egypt, Afcon coming up. Excited? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, first one in, in the summer. Well, I'm first of all excited because Zamalek, which is my local Egyptian team, won the African Europa League. The which is called the Confederations Cup. Cup. So that was fantastic. At least you've won one Well, that, it was a good League. omen before the Arsenal game. And I was like, come on, both of them do it. Um, what? I was just thinking, like, we didn't do Mumo of the Week, and that, and you reminded me of Well, that let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Yeah, let's go. So, I love this. Like, last part of the season, we're just rambling. People don't have any soccer content. They're listening, mate. They're, they're still here. Um, so, the African Champions League mm-hmm. happened. The second leg. I have a question. Yes. Is there a song? No. Not really. No. Okay. No. All right. So Continue. it was a team from Morocco and a team from Tunisia. Esperance from yeah, Tunisia. Esperance, and I can't remember the Moroccan uh, team. Al Sahel or something. They're from Ka- uh, Casablanca? Yeah. 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 And um, this is the second leg. For some reason, it's two legged. I hate it, but it is what it is in the African competitions. So um, the team that is playing away in this game was down 2 1 from the first leg, Sahel. Um, and then <laughs> they scored a goal. Great. It wasn't given. They got super upset and said, check the VAR. Yeah. Check it. Because that would have put him 2-2 on aggregate, looking mm-hmm. great. Um, ref refuses. Ref refuses. They're like, bro, check the VAR. Ref absolutely will not do it. And then they found out that he will not do it because the VAR wasn't working. <laughs> so he knew that it wasn't working. So he just didn't right. want to. No, sorry, sorry. He walked towards the screen and acted like he was looking at it. Then the players showed up next no. to him and realized it wasn't working. Yeah. <laughs> so then the CAF head president of the CAF was on the field. It's like it's like Laurent Blanc being on the field during the Champions League final, trying to like calm everybody down, separate the teams, blah, blah, blah. I honestly feel, because I wouldn't put it past us, and when I say us, I mean Arabs, mm-hmm. that... Because it's the away team that scored, Someone somebody pulled the, pulled the plug. <laughs> <laughs> I am telling you, that was working five minutes ago. And somebody looked at it and went, oh shit, they're going to give the goal. Pull the plug. The guy went to the back and was like, ref, it's not even plugged in. Yeah. <laughs> so that happened. And then the, uh, the away team refused to continue the game. So home team got a 3-0 um, aggregate and won. Wow. It was yeah. embarrassing. Better to die on your feet. The live a lifetime on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> they just left. It was They're embarrassing. Like, no. It was one of the biggest moves I've ever seen. But we knew eventually this would happen with VAR at some point. What, but someone not pull the plug? <laughs> I, I wonder if that's, that's why. Like controversy of some sort. Maybe it wasn't working in the Champions League final for the penalty. Maybe. Maybe yeah. that's why I didn't check it. <laughs> just all VARs so, so have Liverpool... been working for hey, months. Would you put it past a Liverpool fan to pull the plug? Absolutely no. not. <laughs> I, I think the streaker pulled it, and then ran onto the pitch. She pulled something. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Winx was really staring at me. I mean... <laughs> yeah, Winx, was, Winx was gone. Yeah, That yeah, was his yeah. form. After that, it, it was done. <laughs> Forgivable, I think. She went from 300,000 followers on Instagram to a million six hundred. Damn. That, that, I'm just saying it's sums that. up modern society. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. But she was the best part of the game. Like, forget, like, the game was... Yeah, but you don't need to go follow her. No, I didn't. Look at all the photos you need. And then move on with your life. I just checked out her profile a little bit and then like didn't follow. Her. <laughs> 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 checked her profile a little bit. Apparently she did it for her boyfriend, who was the founder of that company, and but and he was he was not allowed at all any any because he did this last year. He something. did it last year with the same vitality or vitality or whatever. But no one wants to see. But he's smart. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Anyways, this Weird. is the last part of the season. What does the company do? Bro, no Porn. one knows. Porn. Does it? Porn. Uh, Actually, porn, porn. <laughs> and he's like, I have looked this yes, up. Yes. Uh, no. The Wikipedia. <laughs> My page. wife might listen to this, so no, yeah. no, no. Yeah. No one's getting nine hundred minutes into this. 
Um, last podcast of the season. Um, we're wrapping it up. Yeah. We might have a we might have a quiz. We'll let you know. We'll talk about that. Um, and then what? We'll be back. Preseason tour of, of our apartments. Yes. <laughs> early, yes. Late July, early August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we might, we might at some point have to do a, a transfer bonanza if some big stuff goes down. We might do a, you know, put the bat signal out. We will definitely do it before the season starts. Oh, like, yeah, Like yeah, a yeah. transfer roundup se- uh, episode and then we take it from there. Yeah, yeah, and make really pointless predictions about stuff, you know. Exactly. Um, and it will be a good evening. It will, it will be a good evening. So, good evening from me. Good evening from Mohamed. Good evening. <laughs> good evening from Bernie. Thank you for downloading the Koshcast. Get in touch at underthekoshblog at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at under underscore the Kosh. And for articles, predictions, and the full experience, go to underthekoshblog.com. Thank you.